I hope that what's happening in November and December for us where everyone's back and busy and enthusiastic and excited and jovial, I hope that continues and I hope, you know, we don't get worn down by all the new media talk of more problems. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Over the summer, we're going to catch up with previous guests and share yarns from their lives in food. As she plans to open her new restaurant, Dame, Jackie Milton joins us to share some stories from her favourite time of year. Jackie, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Well, I'm, I'm well today. I was frantic last week, but I'm well today. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what's this period of time like for the hospitality sector? Summer, uh, everyone likes to get out and uh, enjoy themselves in the festive season, but what's it like as an operator? Um, Simon and I have never really loved Christmas until we had kids. Um, you always feel like you work like a crazy person until Christmas Day, and then you eat yourself crazy and drink yourself crazy, and then you kind of – kind of have that zombie time between Christmas and New Year's and where you kind of recover. So I don't feel like I've ever been one of those I love Christmas type people, Um, but then kids kind of change that. You have to kind of make an effort, right? But as an operator, it's just exhausting. Well, um, summer is a great time of year. Do do you have any stories of experiences with food uh, during summer? Um, I do, I do. Um, you know, I have very fond memories of a kid going prawning and, and things like that with my pa when I was really small. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I um, grew up going away for summer holidays to Lake Illawarra, just um, south of Sydney, and um, going out and going prawning back when there were prawns still in that lake, apparently. Um, but I remember even just like wading around or my pa and my dad wading around and then shooing prawns to me for me to scoop with kerosene lamps in the middle of the night. Well, what I was for what a you know a, an eight-year-old or a seven-year-old thought was the middle of the night was probably like 10 o'clock, you know. What sort of feasts did you have with your family? That's a pretty extraordinary experience for a young kid. Yeah, um, I, I remember it mostly being breakfast feasts after doing that. So we'd go out prawning all night, um, probably wasn't all night, but going out prawning all night and then the prawns would come home and be left in a big bucket and they'd purge and then in the morning they'd get cooked in the copper, which was actually a traditional old, you know, like, thing that you wash your clothes in and then would cook those up and then there would be warm prawns laid out um, that everyone would sift through for breakfast snacks. But I was a bit fussy then and I can't actually preferred all the tiniest ones, which is kind of translated as an adult too. I actually prefer the tiny school prawns you can find, the really sweet tiny ones. Um, you know, so when they're in season, which is about now too, and then coming into the beginning of the year, I'm always like the one at the fishmonger going, have you got the Lake's entrance prawns yet? And they probably think I'm a cheapskate wanting the cheapest prawns on the market, but they're actually the, the ones that give me the flavour memories of my childhood. You've got kids now, as you mentioned, and you're forced to make an effort for that Christmas and festive period. What, what sort of feasts, a summer feast, do you do you have with, with the family? Um, usually... Look, I like to make an effort for Christmas and I love to do a ham um, and glaze it and things like that, something like large format because as an operator you understand the, I guess, the advantages of doing things on large format and things that you wouldn't maybe have the 
the fuss to do at home typically. So I love to do a big fancy ham and I've brought the last few years hams from Gary's at Pram Market because he does the best. Um, and, you know, it's just scoring the skin and doing different glazes, whether it was something boozy, like I think I did a Negroni ham, Negroni glazed ham a few years ago. Um, you know, and then there'll be a bit of seafood, but not too much because it is really hard to get at this time of year. And I think that's why often many punters are disappointed, um, you know, Oysters, like it's not a good time of year to be eating oysters in, in Australia um, unless you're incredibly selective and incredibly lucky to get the right ones. Um, you know, so I might get – I might do a gravelax or something like that and a ham and then probably, you know, summer pudding. So I don't know. I've never had a cold Christmas. So I Christmas would be very weird for me if I was suddenly, you know, fortunate enough to do Christmas New York or something like that. So, hmm. It's usually summer fruits and, you know, berries. You've uh, had a pretty fascinating couple of years um, re-looking at Earl and changing changing things to make sure you get through this period. But you, you've just recently um, opened a site at the airport, but you're also opening a new um, offering called Dame. Tell us a bit about that. Yes, we don't do things by halves. We're making hay while the sun shines, as they say. So, yeah, Simon's been working like a madman. This, Well, we've been working on the projects for a long time, but um, working like a madman at the airport that opened on Saturday and I just last Friday had handover for beautiful Dame. So Dame is essentially an all-day dining um venue, um, essentially operating 7 to 7, Monday to Friday. So kind of day focused, you know, coffee, lunch, afternoon snacks. And we'll be doing through summer some, um, you know, knockoff drinks. So we'll be doing Thursday, Friday nights, you know, um, aperitif hours um, under the atrium. So very much focused on absolute benchmark quality coffee, um, great food, but not too fancy, just kind of something accessible, somewhere where you want to go. Um, but I'm actually sitting here now in the window and watching people gawk past. Um, but she's absolutely gorgeous and um, I can't wait to get her open early next year. Well, what's it been like creating Dame? Because you built the whole business um, on sort of everyday eats with sandwiches and coffee with, with Earl, but this is a step up. Does it, does it feel different? Yeah, um, it does feel different. It feels really exciting to do something. Creatively, it feels very exciting for me to do something different. So thinking about things that maybe like the, there's a, a dish called the muffaletta. It's a club-style muffaletta um, and I've done it on a small roll and I actually – was playing around with a muffletta for something for Earl a few years ago and realized it was just too fussy. The price points weren't going to work and all these things meant it wasn't going to work. And anyway, I was using these big bread rolls to do a large format one, a little bit like what um, A1 used to do in Sydney. And I was playing around with recipes like this and um, had some leftover meats and cheeses and actually made one into a small milk bun and went, oh, I'm onto something here. And then I actually have some Instagram photos from a few years ago that had this and then I was like, oh, Dame came along and here she is and I have a chance to do it. So, you know, having recipes that I've loved for a long time that are somewhat nostalgic to me, which has kind of led the way with Dame to have a, a 
I guess, a menu that's a little bit nostalgic and I'm playing to the 80s and 90s with the launch of the building in that She Sits um, was launched in 1981. Um, So playing along with that idea of nostalgic food and food that I really love. So there'll be, you know, um, I guess, elated versions of Caesar salads. Um, There'll be creme caramels and things like that. So, hmm. But not too fancy because I still want people to be able to come often. It's not like a special occasion cafe. Um, it's We are still feeding the people that are immediately around us at the top end of Collins, but they are, you know, corporate people, so they like nice things. We spoke to you many, many moons ago, very early on in Deep in the Weeds when um, COVID arrived and affected your business dramatically. Um, what's it been like in sort of just the, the recent period of time for, for the company and the brand? It's been, it's been great to have a confidence knowing that um, we survived it, that we – I'm kind of – if anything, we're feeling a little bit invincible at the moment in that, you know, we got through there's many people that have been much more affected than what we have. And I think maybe that's because the way we operated our business pre-COVID that has always been incredibly, you know, legitimate. We've always paid our bills on time and that kind of led us into COVID really well. It's made me feel very confident that as an operator, we had been doing the right thing and that if we keep going along this track, there's, you know, we we will have continued success. I don't know, it's kind of made me feel a little bit more grown up about my business, really, in the way that we run and the confidence that we're not just a little sandwich chain, that we could do other things and dream bigger and, you know, get the deal going at the airport because it's a licensed arrangement with um, Delaware North and, you know, think big bigger about it in a way that um, is maybe contrary to the way I felt during COVID where I felt incredibly professionally and personally shrunk, like, you know, that my world was contracted in and now I feel like I'm filling into a bigger void. I think COVID has really given us an understanding that we are running a big, you know, coming into what was probably technically called a medium-sized business and that we're doing this as professional operators. I think, you know, understanding that our um, business is where it's at and growing with that and feeling a confidence that that's brought us, that COVID's made us very aware that we're doing okay. Um, and maybe sometimes you don't get a chance to sit back and go, actually, we're, we're doing okay. We're actually good operators. It's, it's, it's okay. What are you looking forward to for the rest of summer? Um, I'm looking forward to getting post-Christmas. We're going to have um, a couple of days off, but I'm actually really excited about getting into next year. I, I really I enjoy – I love my work um, and I feel excited about getting into January and getting Dame open and trading and feeling our way with it. Like I really like the process of getting a new concept open and working out what our customers – how our customers want to use us how we want to work with them, what's their experiences um, with a new business and also at the airport too and new ways that we do business with a a partnership with um, the way that that's operating out there and just seeing what the future as a a bigger business holds for us. It's exciting. It really is. What are your hopes uh, for the industry in 2022? 
I hope that what's happening in November and December for us where everyone's back and busy and enthusiastic and excited and jovial, I hope that continues and I hope, you know, we don't get worn down by all the new media talk of more problems and I hope as a heavily back vaccinated community and a very um, educated community about, you know, all the things that we need to do for COVID that we feel confident to keep going out and having fun again. Well, uh, Jackie, we love having you on Deep in the Weeds and no doubt we'll catch up with you again sometime next year. Good luck with the opening of Dame and have a wonderful summer and we'll catch up with you soon. Thank you. I want to say thank you so much for all the, the love that Earl and Simon and I have had through you and Rob and, and Deep in the Weeds. It's been really interesting having the reflection that we put into, I put into thinking about before we have these chats and then listening back to them. Um, it's, yeah, it's really inspiring. Thank you, Huck. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we take a deep dive into the lives of the incredible people who ply their trade in the food and hospitality sector. Special thanks to executive producer Rob Locke for making this all happen. Follow us on Instagram at Deep in the Weeds Podcast or email us at podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au. Stay safe and be well.